Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Item one, the week that was. Item two, the price of corn. Item three, the economic history of the bikini. Yes, a little bit of everything on the broadcast today from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. In Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Friday, the 11th of July. Good, as always, to have you with us, everybody. It being a Friday, what say we start by going backward a bit? Taking, yeah, I don't know, four minutes to digest the week gone by. For that, we've got Felix Salmon from Fusion and Jolene Kent from Fox Business. Hey, guys. Hi. Okay. All right, so Felix, what about that big news, the, the LeBron James news? What do you think? As, as a, as a I'm Miami I'm person, kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Come on, uh, LeBron. I, just, I, I know who on. you're talking about. I'm there you that go. American that's now. And, Great and for that, the Cleveland economy. <laughs> Great for the Cleveland economy, and that's as far as we're going with that story. Um, in all seriousness, Felix, come on, Portugal, Europe again? Debt? Are you kidding? The Banco Espírito yes. Santo. They're they're a huge Portuguese bank run by a rather opaque family, which seems to have got itself into trouble, and we don't know how far this trouble is going to spread. And the European stock markets are trembling because they're worried that this could be the beginning of another crisis. So, Joe, Joe, is this is this real, or is it everybody just getting a little utsy on this because we're so scarred from three years ago? Well, it certainly sounds like it's impacting the markets in Europe, but looking at it from a U.S. perspective in the global market, it doesn't seem to really impact the market here. You remember we opened yesterday with these big lows, and then we ended up, as the day went on Europe, Europe closed, and we seemed to sort of forget about it. It it was. Investors moved on. And there is a lot of data that we're digesting. We're looking at France and Chinese trade data. Japan had a record drop in machine orders or something. So overall, though... The U.S. market doesn't seem to mind. Felix, real peril or no from Europe for us? A big bank failure is always a problem. And we don't know whether there's going to be a big bank failure. But if it cascades across Europe, there's no way that the rest of the world will be Mm -hmm. um, out of harm's reach. It's a low probability event, but it's a (laughs) non-zero probability. Where have we heard those words before? Uh, (laughs) All right. Joe, uh, the Federal Reserve minutes came out from their June meeting in which there was nothing earth shattering other than the taper will continue. They'll be done by October. And oh, yeah, interest rates still aren't going up uh, anytime soon. Status quo, right? Yeah, it really is. We knew it was going to end in October, the taper. But what's interesting is you have dueling Fed speakers right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Blosser came out. He's yeah. from Philly. He's saying, oh, we should consider hiking rates in response to the improving outlook. And then you've got uh, the Minneapolis Fed president saying, well, maybe we should stay at zero even past 2015. So looks, though, that the Fed's going to maintain that accommodating position. Yeah, and can I just say for yeah, the record, no, ahead, Narayana yeah. Kochilakota, because yeah. he does have the best I love name, name of any Fed He does. I know. But Felix, From the question is, of, of which of them should we listen to, if any? Or should we just wait and, until uh, Janet Yellen comes out and does a press conference? I think we should listen to Coach Lakota, honestly. He's by far the most interesting guy. He's the one who changes his mind when the facts change. He's dovish right now. He's saying we should keep rates low because there's no real inflationary pressure. We need to get inflation up, and until we get inflation up, we should keep the rates at essentially zero. That makes sense to me. It, it might make sense, but Joe, let me ask you this. You remember how back in the Greenspan years, it was always like Alan Greenspan said this and Alan Greenspan said that, and there were no dueling speeches back then, right? It was Greenspan was the voice. How much does it matter now that we have all these other uh, members of the, of the Board of Governors 
going out and making speeches. Well, it gives the market more to digest, I suppose. But if you look at what everyone's actually focused on, any action, it really seems to be focused on Janet Yellen, the Fed chair. Right. Uh, when she f- is focusing on a lot on long-term wor- people being out of work, long-term. Right. And that's something that slack that she's going to be watching very closely. We're looking at the uh, labor force participation rate as well. So I, it seems to me that it's a focus on Fed Chair Yellen. Focus on Yellen, yeah. All right, Felix, very quickly, our friend John Carney has a post up at the Wall Street Journal today talking about how nice it is to see healthy bank profits. J.P. Morgan reports on Monday. Wells Fargo came out today. Uh, banks are healthy. That's a good thing, right? I suppose so. I'm, I'm a little bit <laughs> could, shocked. Could you be more bored? <laughs> could you be Wells, more bored? No, I'm uh, listen. Well, Wells Fargo made four, the five point seven yeah. billion dollars in one quarter. Yeah. That's an insane amount of money to be making in one quarter. That's over sixty million dollars a day.